Hello, everybody, and welcome to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I am your host. This podcast is about my personal experiences, stories, and events with dealing with borderline personality disorder, otherwise known as BPD. My experiences with BPD is due to my wife, now ex-wife, who I have been with for 34 years, was diagnosed with BPD in 2012. And I want to share my experiences with you so that if you are someone who has somebody in your life with BPD, that you may relate to what I'm saying along with my personal tips and suggestions that may or may not work in your specific situation. And if you are someone who has been diagnosed or think you may have BPD, that you may recognize the signs and understand the havoc and turmoil that it can have around people that are involved in your life. Let me caution you that I am in no way qualified or certified in the field of mental health and that my personal suggestions are merely my personal opinion and do not recommend that anybody take any mental health therapy into their own hands, but to personally seek out the help from a professional in the field of mental health. And furthermore, if you are a couple, you might even consider counseling to help further your relationship a little bit better. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and uh, this segment is self-titled of Walking on Eggshells. This um, episode is called Walking on Eggshells, but triggers, triggers that make you walk on eggshells and possibly develop ticks or in some cases I've actually even seen um, possible uh, stuttering, excuse me. So, um, and that being said, why don't you uh, put your shoes on, step away from the eggshells for a moment, and see what we have to say in this podcast. Good day, everybody. This particular episode is pretty much self-titled to my podcast of uh, Walking on Eggshells, and it's literally called Walking on Eggshells, and um, it's pretty much probably the most important, which I probably should have listed as my first episode, but um, I guess suppose as things happen in my life is when... It kind of triggers the episodes um, that I post. But um, if anybody lives with or knows somebody with borderline personality disorder, you literally have to tiptoe, um, again, walk on eggshells to pretty much anything you do or say. Um, Even right down to the point of gestures. Um, In my particular situation, um, come to find out my wife has an underlining... um, uh, disorder um, attached to the borderline personality disorder it's psychosis um, where she actually has delusions um, just for example I can get up and go to the bathroom at midnight and she'll literally think that um, I just opened up the window and you know spoke to somebody or um, opened the window to let somebody out or later let somebody in um, with no rationalization at all um, that will de-escalate the situation. Um, but anyways, as far as walking in eggshells, 
like I said, if anybody's in this type of situation, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But for those who don't, um, I'll further explain. Um, like I said, in my situation, it's um, a multitude of things. Um, things I say, um, as far as uh, something that might trigger a memory, um, a word I might say, a place, um, the way I say a word, um, and believe it or not, a cough, a sneeze, um, wiping of my nose, um, oh God, yawning, um, going to the bathroom at a certain time, uh, making a certain noise in another room, um, and so on. So, especially where I know her so well, I know pretty much 90% of her triggers. Some people may ask, well, if you know all her triggers, how don't you avoid them? Or, you know, unfortunately, what's weird is sometimes that triggers that used to set her off don't. So, my mind, I put in there that, you know, this doesn't trigger her off anymore. And then sometimes it does. So, I just try to stay from those triggers completely. And what's weird is even sometimes she'll tell me, you know, I feel bad because, you know, when you used to cough, I thought it was sending off a signal. You know, and that's stupid to me. So, that in turn, 90% of the time works, but then when we're arguing, she'll start coughing and make fun of it. So, anyways, um, it's really hard. It's, it's a flip of the coin. If old triggers um, begin, I'm sorry, uh, continue on to be current triggers, and then there's new triggers. Now, I'll give you an example. <laughs> um, a couple of nights ago, I was telling my wife how last year, <coughs> one of my favorite bands, Metallica, was um, touring. So I looked online, and I happened to notice that they were touring in um, Texas. So I told her that I you know, looked online and checked airfare, hotel, and the ticket prices. And it would have come out to like $2,500, which I wouldn't mind paying, but the seats were ridiculous for what I would have been paying. So I decided not to. As soon as I got done, she said something under her breath, and I said, what? And she started naming off girls' names that I didn't even know, but they live in Texas. I said, what? And then she started naming off um, people that we do know, men and women, and saying about them, what, they're going to meet you on Texas? I was, what are you talking about? She's like, I'm just being sarcastic. And I'm like, well, that was pretty rude. You know, I'm just talking to you as an adult and telling you, you know, about last year, what I planned to do, and it just happened because one of their songs was on. And she's like, well, then shut up and start carrying it on. I'm like, why are you being so rude? Why are you starting a problem? We've been getting along, and she immediately cut me off. She's like, well, then shut up and stop talking about it. I'm like, well, no. I said, why would you just start being sarcastic? She's like, the other one carrying it on. I'm like, well, number one, stop cutting me off. Allow me to speak one more time. She said, well, then shut up. So then I got aggravated, and I said, no, I'm not going to shut up. I want to know why you would start for no reason and just start being sarcastic. She's like, I'm not looking for a fight. I had the right to say something. I said, well, yeah, but, uh, but you're going to say you have the right to be sarcastic to start a fight? She's like, I'm not starting a fight. Again, you're the one carrying it on. I said, because I just want to know 
what the issue is. So anyways, that's like an example. So that's what I mean about walking on eggshells. I would have never thought by talking about something like that would have set her off. So the, the, the point I'm trying to say about with walking on eggshells with that situation is sometimes I don't talk about experiences or stories like that because something within that might set her off. And um, another thing is like listening to music. Um, oh, actually, I'll back up for a second. I said, you know what, as a matter of fact, since we're on that subject, why is it you can talk about any state, um, any music, any movie, any name, anything you want, and if I just happen to make fun of you about it, you say I'm starting a fight. Well, instead of admitting that or denying it, she'll go to something completely different from like two years ago. She'll bounce around to deflect my... Uh, question for her to give me an answer so again let me bounce back forward so you always or I should say I'm always constantly trying to think ahead is there anything in this that she might you know uh, say something about so what I'm trying to say is it's wrong for the human mind to stop and think about anything you do anything you say we should just be able to go with the flow. Something's on our mind, spit it out. Uh, if you have to yawn, yawn. Get a coffee, cough, you sneeze, you sneeze, wipe your nose, wipe your nose. With somebody with BPD, and, you know, if you care about them that much, and you try to watch out what you do, you're literally walking on eggshells. You know, again, somebody would say, well, why would you go through that much trouble? How can you love somebody that much? That, in my case, 32 years, going on 33, Go through that. The only way I can explain is, especially in my situation where we've been together so long, try cutting off both of your arms and see how easy it is for you to live without that. How you have to learn how to pretty much <laughs> learn your life over and how happy you would be. Now, And that's not really going to the extreme. But that's exactly, honestly, how I feel. So, I'm not really getting off subject. I'm just... Because when I mention this to anybody, that's the question I get. Now, still to this day, there's a lot of things that anger me. Like, in the past, there would be certain songs I would listen to. And if I sang along with them or showed any kind of liking or interest to that song, she'd make fun of me. For instance, it was a song once um, called I Died in Your Arms Tonight. And as soon as I said the chorus part of I Died in Your Arms Tonight, she immediately shut it off and goes, oh, I just died in your arms tonight. I just died in your arms tonight. I'm like, what? what? I don't know. What do you mean by that? I go, I don't know. I didn't write the song. Well, you, you knew that part. Uh, yeah, I know a lot of parts of a lot of songs. I don't know what it means. Don't make fun of me. Make fun of the person who wrote the song. And it becomes an argument. It may sound silly and stupid. That's how this disorder works. And um, there'll be like a TV show that um, or a movie that I'll watch and something in there may trigger a memory and sometimes I see it coming and I cringe and so it's a flip of a coin sometimes it'll happen sometimes it won't um, we were watching a movie one time I, I honestly can't remember what it was or what the portion was but she said I don't want to watch this movie went over and shut it off and I really wanted to know why so I said why it doesn't matter why I don't want to watch it 
So when she wasn't there, I rewound it and watched it. And there was a, a girl in there that resembled the situation and looked a little bit like a girl I had dated years and years ago, probably uh, 30 years ago. We had broken up for like eight months. And I figured it out because that looked like a girl I dated that we weren't even together. She was dating somebody else and I was as well. And that's what triggered it. So I didn't even bring it up. I figured it out. But the problem is with thinking ahead about what you're going to listen to, what you're going to say, um, develops ticks. And I've developed a few ticks. One of them is not keep my feet still um, or move my shoulders, especially when I'm around her, um, when I feel she is getting quiet and possibly going into an episode. And it's sad because I do it to myself because again I know we're not designed to think before we do every little thing and in the past um, by coughing <laughs> I mean I smoke a lot and I have smokers cough she was that teasing me and saying that I'm sending off signals I go well you cough she goes well you cough at a certain time how what is a certain time there's 24 hours in a day what time is a certain time? You cough. She goes, not as much as you. Ah, you also don't smoke as much as me. She said, that's a poor excuse. I'm, okay. So it sounds stupid. It is stupid. It is what it is. Or if um, uh, one time I yawned and I said, oh my God, I'm so tired. She made fun of me about that. Yawned and said, oh, I'm so tired. Screamed it out, making fun of me like 10 times. I'm like, what is your issue? Oh, I don't know. Who are you saying that to? Nobody. I'm freaking tired. Oh, I know you got to yell it out though. I'm sorry. I yelled it out. Or if I go out into the kitchen and I put like a butter knife or a spoon into the sink, it's going to make a loud noise because you have a stainless steel sink. So come out and start throwing things in the sink. No, oh, you want to do it a little louder? I don't know who you sent, who, who you trying to get the attention of. Um, I don't know. We live in the country. Our neighbors are like a half acre apart. I don't know. You tell me. Oh, you got people in the backyard. It, again, stupid little things like that. So I constantly have to make sure that I don't make a lot of noise in the sink, especially when she's in another room or even our coffee machine. When I put the grinds in the little filter and tap it out, I have to be quiet. Or if, um, if there's any sugar or coffee grinds on the counter, she freaks out about it. And one day I, I confronted her. What is the big deal? She's like, oh, I notice how the coffee grains are like a little zigzag and, uh, you know, like in the wave of like a, she described it almost like a radio wave. She's like, what, what is that supposed to mean? Go forward, go back, and then take a left. What is that little map? Again, I know, giga, it sounds stupid, but it's things like that. So I always have to make sure I wipe up after I'm done. I don't tap um, the coffee thing in the sink. I put spoons in quietly again. It's all these little processes that I have to think of beforehand. And there, again, one flip of the coin is, she'll do the same exact thing that she'll tease me or freak out about. And I'll be like, you know what's real funny? If I did that same exact thing, you would freak out. Sometimes she'll say, I'm sorry. Other times, it'll start an argument. But you know what? I just want to prove a point of how come it's okay for you, but not for me. You can yawn and it's okay. You can cough, it's okay. You can make noises, okay. You can leave coffee out, it's okay. You can leave it on the counter, it's okay. 
because sometimes I'm so freaking sick of it, of, you know, but on the other hand, I understand it's a disorder. She doesn't always have the answers to why she does it. And that's why a lot of times when she's so far away from an episode, she'll say, I, I don't know why. And then sometimes when we sit down and talk, again, when she's very far away from an episode, she's like, you know, I don't know why I tease you for coughing or, or do this or do that. And I said, well, then why can't you remember these things and use DBT, you know, dialect, di di dialectable behavioral therapy or mindfulness and step back before you say something? I said, you know, how many times does any normal person say something and say, you know, if I would have thought about it, I would have said this or not said this or done this or not done that. That's what you need to do. And the DBT was designed specifically for people with uh, personality disorders because their main thing is saying something ahead of time. And um, I used to tell her that you um, always say stuff when I'm in the kitchen because basically what you do is you don't want me going in the kitchen um, or like when I go get the mail, she would accuse me of always looking at a neighbor. And I said, you figure if I say, she's going to say I'm going to look at a neighbor if I go get the mail, so I just won't do it. So thinking that she's training me to pretty much say, I don't want to listen to it, so I'm just not going to do that, or I'm just not going to go in this area, or, or do this. <clears throat> but I finally figured out it's not that. It's little triggers. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. She used to always do it about the mail. Now she'll ask me to go get the mail. So that's what I mean. It's constantly thinking. If you love that person, you'll constantly do it and not take the risk of, she hasn't been doing it for a while, so I'm going to try it. No, I just don't do it. So anyways, I just wanted to point out, that's pretty much the, um, the episode, but... I wanted to point out that I have research and personal experience. It's not, if you do think it's like what I thought, they do it so much about a certain subject, they just don't want you doing that. Or like I said, always saying, you're going outside to get the mail, looking at a neighbor, that you don't want to listen to it, so you just won't do it. It's not that at all. It's all about triggers. And um, like I mentioned in the previous episode, um, it sometimes can be, um, that trigger that happens all the time um, doesn't happen anymore or happens once in a while. Um, you can never tell. It's literally a flip of the coin. But like I said, after what I've read, talked to a counselor, and personal experience, it is not being done so that you don't continue to do that. It's a flip of the coin of that actual trigger. But... Again, ladies and gentlemen, I wish you well. And if you are living with somebody or know somebody with BPD, have patience. It's, it's not their fault. And like I said, if you, if you love that person, it's not up to you to have to answer to somebody, why do you put up with it? Or why are you still with that person? You have your own reasons. You stay with that person for a reason. Maybe you don't even know, or you don't know why you put up with it so much, but you do. Like I said, sometimes you have the answer, sometimes you don't. But again, if you are bitching and complaining about somebody, of course, that's, you know, the easiest thing to say. Why do you put up with it? So the best way not to get that kind of answer is don't spill your guts out to them. Talk to a professional counselor. They're not going to say that to you. They'll actually offer you some suggestions. Sometimes it's not the suggestions you want to hear, but 
at least you're not going to get something where you have to answer back and, you know, have them say, well, then I don't want to hear about it. But anyways, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to contact me and um, I'll do my best to help answer. Again, I don't have any background in psychiatry or psychology or counseling. I'm just a normal Joe that has somebody that I love with all my heart and soul that has BPD. I love with all my heart, but at the same time, things I like to get off my chest and try to make somebody else who might be in the same position that we love them and we're willing to do anything for them. But sometimes it's easier to deal with it when you understand a lot of it isn't their fault. They don't do it on purpose. They don't do it because they love you. A lot of times they do it because they love you, that they want to test you. It's a hard kind of love. Oh, let me tell you, it's extremely hard. And there's times that I leave and I do it because I don't want to say something hurtful. And it kills me. It really does. And when they apologize with tears in the eyes and say, I don't know who I am. I don't like who I am. I don't want to be like this anymore. How can you not cry with them? How can you not hold them and say, it's all right. I deal with it because I love you. So many times my wife has said, why do you love me so much? I'm so mean to you when I'm my other person. I said, I just do. I love you. And I hope that proves it to you, that you know you're that person and how mean you are. And I'm still here. I still come back. And I would never abandon you. So anyways, until the next episode, good luck. Love them with all your heart. Understand. If you don't love them that much, don't feed into it. Don't torment them. Don't make their disorder harder than it already is on them. They don't know why they have it. They didn't ask for this. And it's scary. They're inside of a skin that they don't understand. It's a skin they don't have a feel for. It's like wearing an itchy sweater. It's hard for them and they have to live with it. There's no cure. There's only help to minimize it and help control it, but there is no cure. It's like having a cancer from the day you're born to the day you die. But anyways, I can't thank you enough again for listening to my podcast and you have a great day. You've been listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. I hope you enjoyed the show, and please check out my many other episodes. I hope you get some beneficial suggestions from my experiences. And remember, we're all responsible for our own choices. I'd like to remind you that if you have someone in your life with BPD, try to understand them and love them as much as you can, because they find it so hard to be able to understand themselves and love themselves. So thank you again and have a happy life.